Hi there. Hey, this is Chris Perry, the Commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is Episode 2 on Season 3 of the WCHL Podcast. WCHL action got underway this past weekend with uh, the Ozark teams playing down at the Oklahoma teams. Got a lot to talk about. We also had Minot State doing a WCHL weekend up in Colorado, and uh, the two Arizona teams got after it down in Tucson. So, uh, hey, a lot to talk about. Sit back. Let's hear some crunchy guitar from uh, an American rock band. And then uh, maybe we'll see if we can talk to a special guest or two on the other side. Okay, hold on. All right, well, hey, this is uh, Chris Perry with the WCHL Podcast and our special guest back again for a second week in a row. It's our buddy, Andrew, Andrew Majorkirth, Big Sugar, uh, Stick. What else do we know you by? Hey, you. Hey, hey you. I answered, like I said last week, I answered anything. So <laughs> they, uh, I'm just, and I'm you, just glad that you've, that you've, um, no talent when you hear it and you've invited me back for a second week in a row here. <laughs> well, hey, truth be told, I asked somebody else and, and she said, uh, maybe next week. So they, I was uh, like, oh God, I'll call so Andrew. They must have more of a life than we do. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Well, we'll we'll find out. I I doubt it though. I think they're probably more hockey obsessed than we are. So, there you go. Yikes! All right, Andrew. Hey, um, I I know that we're taking time out of your uh, evening. Thanks oh, yeah. for uh, my busy schedule. Well, you know, you said your <laughs> wife before before we hit record. You told me that your wife was busy doing a uh, a jigsaw puzzle or something. So I, I knew jigsaw that at the puzzle old- she. Yep, the old timers home over there that you guys probably have uh, early bedtime. So I appreciate you staying up late at night before the staff yeah. turns the lights out. Yeah, you know, they, uh, as long as I'm in bed before nine thirty, I'll yeah. be I'll be all right. Going to have you Jello in your oatmeal <laughs> here pretty soon, right? <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> all right, Andrew. Hey, we had a, a busy weekend of uh, WCHL hockey. All eight teams were in action. However, we only had uh, um, uh, one basically uh, series of WCHL. Uh, folks, the Ozarks were at the Oklahomas, and um, I know that we got to see a couple of those games. So we let's did. let's start there first. Thursday night, Missouri State comes to town from all the way down from Springfield, America, to play Oklahoma, and um, up at the other rink at Arctic Edge, uh, Arkansas came down from Springdale, Fayetteville, Springdale, to play um, uh, UCO up in Edmond. Yep, yep. Uh, Oklahoma ends up prevailing five to four in overtime over Missouri State. Um, UCO prevailed, uh, three to two over Arkansas. Arkansas scored with like 3.8 seconds. It was a three to one game, a, but three to one. Yeah. yeah Looks yeah, better on the one. score sheet for a three, two. Yep. Yeah. It'll work out. So, uh, tell, I, I know you were there at the, uh, at the Oklahoma game Yep. and I don't want this to be an Oklahoma podcast. That's not the intent of this thing. So, uh, <laughs> uh put, put your red and white, your crimson and cream pom-poms down, but, uh, tell me what you I'll think. I'll try. I'll try. Well, I, I thought it was a great game on Thursday night. The, uh, I thought out. I thought OU came out kind of on fire. Uh, Missouri State just kind of weathered the storm a little bit there. You could kind of tell. Um, then I thought OU came out pretty flat in the second period and probably about halfway through the third period before they kind of woke up and really got things going. They uh, oh, you know, they were up two nothing going in going into the second period, and then Missouri State comes back and scores and ties it up going into the third 
you know, I really kind of thought that they were uh, kind of, you know, kind of, kind of asleep at the wheel through the third period there. And then all of a sudden they woke up and uh, got things going. And then, uh, you know, Missouri State ties it up with 29 seconds to go in the uh, third um, to send the game to overtime. And I know uh, a lot of people like what you and I were, we were kind of surprised the referee didn't really swallow his whistle a whole lot in overtime there and called what I thought was a really weak penalty against OU to start things off right off first shift, I believe. Um, and then he comes right back and uh, calls another weak penalty against Missouri State, a terrible hooking call, I thought, to um, send OU on the power play and OU capitalizes and, and wins it. So kind of kind of an exciting little finish there to the game. It was interesting. You, I think you hit the nail on the head. OU got the first period. They went up two to nothing. Missouri State had the second period. They uh, scored two goals. Yep. And then um, um, Missouri State jumped out with a shorthanded. Uh, Josh Bell comes down with a sweet little shorthanded breakaway and uh, puts Missouri State up on top. Just totally faked uh, the Oklahoma goaltender out of his pads. Yep. And um, and then it seemed like that lit the fuse because next thing you know, we had a, a flurry of goals to uh, it was four, four after uh, at the end of regulation. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, boy, you thought uh, you thought all of a sudden, you know, uh, the, the referee was going to decide the game. Yeah, it the, was close. It was close. Yeah. I, I, and, thought and I, I guess argue, Missouri State will argue that he did. He did on their on their account. He did decide the game for him. You know, I thought Missouri had the. um Momentum going into overtime there was scoring that goal late um, to tie things up and uh, kind of back and forth. And, you know, like it's, like we said, two two questionable calls to say the least and, and ended up deciding the game. OU kind of got in a frenzy there um, when they went up on the four-on-three power play and kind of started swarming. And you could kind of sense that there was a goal coming. And, and sure enough, they uh, – Banged one home and and got the win. Banged one home is right. Mike Beam took a a rebound. He was right there at the top of the crease, and he just uh, put it between the pads and yeah, put her home. What do you tell tell me? What what do you think about the three on three overtime? You like it? You don't like it? Um, Especially here at the ACHA level. I mean, it's good at the NHL level because you've got talent and those guys can fly. But what about here at the ACHA level? You know, I think it gives your your guys that have some speed. Um, a chance to kind of showcase what they've got. The one thing I don't really care for, and this is something that we heard one of the guys sitting next to us discussing, is when you take a penalty and it goes to four on three, that's really not a, not really an advantage in my books going on a four on three power play, really per se. So, you know, I, I'd rather see it, you know, at this level, I think five on five, and then start taking guys out of the take a penalty, go five on four and, and weed it down that way. You know, I think it makes a little bit more sense um, at this level with these, with these caliber of players that we have. Okay. So you'd go five on five overtimes, just straight, regular overtime, straight, regular overtime. That's what I would do if it was me. Hmm. You wouldn't, you wouldn't cut the baby in half and do a four on four. Nah, I don't, I, cause then I think like, like we said, you know, it, you take penalties and it goes four on three. There's not really a, not really an advantage disadvantage there for anybody. Whereas, you know, if you're five on five and you take a penalty and it goes five on four, you know, that team's already going to use a power play that they've been probably practicing against you and 
puts gives them a little bit more of an advantage, I feel. Yeah. In that situation. Okay. All right. Well, and then uh, neither of us were at the uh, game up in Edmond, but that was a, a UCO uh, three to two win over Arkansas. And as we said, Arkansas uh, scored late in the game. They 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 bookended it. They scored first and they scored last. And then in yep. the middle, UCO scored three and uh, took that game. But it was a surprising score, I think, just to say you know we're used to seeing UCO being a powerhouse, and we're used to seeing Arkansas uh, not. And so yep. uh, the fact that it was a one goal game, I think, uh, raised eyebrows all the way around and uh, good for Arkansas. You know, yeah, you know, the, they came down and, and played tough this weekend. Um, you know, really a three, two game. It was really a three, one, like what we said. So not, not that close on the score sheet, but from, from what I hear, it was a lot closer of a game than what the, than what the score really kind of dictated. Yeah. And then as we do in the Western Collegiate Hockey League, everybody uh, traded partners on the Friday, Saturday. So uh, the Arkansas team came down to play Oklahoma on Friday, Saturday, and Missouri State went up north to play uh, UCO. Um, and so on Friday night, Arkansas and Oklahoma played, and that was a two-to-one win for Arkansas. Yes. I, I, excuse me, a two-to-one win for Oklahoma. Oh, you. Yep, yep. There you yep. go. And up in uh, Edmond, it went to a shootout. It was a five-to-four shootout uh, victory for Missouri State over UCO, the first time that uh, Missouri State has won in Edmond. Yeah, so uh, so kind of kind of surprising um, all the way around. I figured uh, I thought OU was the better team against Arkansas. You know, I I thought it'd been a better score than two to one. And on the other foot, I'm kind of surprised to see UCO fall uh, to Missouri State. Um, I thought UCO. Uh, after coming off the Lindenwood weekend and the debacle that that was, they uh, I figured they'd come out and uh, lay the boots to some people, and not that doesn't look like it really happened. Close game with Arkansas, and then they come back and give up one in the uh, overtime period to Missouri State or a shootout. So they, yeah. uh, I don't know if that's really the answer that uh, Coach McAllister was really looking for. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. The the Arkansas score, the 2 to 1 Oklahoma game uh versus Arkansas, I think that validated the um uh the three, you know, how close the game was the night before yep. at UCO. I know the Arkansas goaltender um uh I think his name is I'm going to I'm probably going to butcher it. They call him Deuce, but his I believe his name is Joseph Dusenka. Um he just played lights out. And yep. Oklahoma peppered and peppered and peppered and um uh, you know, they, uh, the, the, the kid kept them in the game and Arkansas to their credit, just kept playing and playing and playing, you know, in years past, Arkansas would, um, they would, they would constantly complain about the, the officiating and it seemed yes. at, at times it seemed as if, you know, there was, you know, six guys on the ice and a whole bench full of folks. And all they were doing instead of focusing on playing the game was they would, you know, complain about the officiating, you know, then they, yeah. they, 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 um, they would complain about everything, you know, icing and, you know, hooking and calls that were made and calls that weren't made. I was pleased to see through this weekend, um, that, uh, you know, this team, they've got some new faces in there and, um, you know, on the ice and it sure did seem as if those, uh, those guys were making a difference because, uh, they, they just played and they played hard and they, they did, know, they did. Yeah. I thought, I, I, I was, know, uh, I was impressed. I say, you know, I say uh, we can't dog on them too much. You know, they came down and played tough all weekend. Heck yeah. They uh, they played tough on Friday night. It was 
pretty physical game in my opinion. The uh, and I thought both teams as the night went on got better. Really, you know, you could you could just feel OU with that frenzy. You know, they just kept peppering that goal, and he just kept bailing them out and good back and forth game. And as it got late, you know, I told one of the guys in the locker room when they were going out down one nothing in the third. I said, if you get your first, if you get one, you're going to get three tonight in the third period. And uh, that kind of ended up coming true. You know, they got the first one and then they, then they banged that second one home and, uh, and got the win. You know, they didn't get the third. I remember you made that prediction. I thought I was going to have to eat it there, but uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, Arkansas tried to sit on the one to nothing uh, score and and it didn't work out, but uh, didn't work out, but I thought they, I thought they played well. Yeah, they, they, play, they played great. And then up in Edmond, yep. uh, yeah, just uh, Missouri State and uh, UCO end up uh, uh, tying 4-4 four to four after regulation, goes to uh, overtime, goes to a shootout, and uh, only one score shoot. Uh, here I am just butchering the English language. Only one score scored in the shootout, and that was number 20, Andrew Kovacic for yep. Missouri State. Mm-hmm. He, he scored a few goals in his career. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I was impressed. I, I I barely got back to to my house after the Oklahoma game, and uh, turned on the uh, the broadcast to just see the shootout. And uh, I, I saw something we rarely see these days. And it was the first shooter. It was Josh Bell from Missouri State coming down on uh, Alex Henry, who was in net for uh, for UCO. And Bell has his head down as he's skating in towards, you know, uh, he gets the puck at center ice, has his head down, and right between the center circles, uh, he still has his head down. And Henry comes out of the net, damned if he doesn't, and just poke checks the the puck away and takes Bell out. I mean, just gives him a good old-fashioned body check uh, right there between the circles. So no goal on the first shooter. Kind of set the tone there. So he he was playing my, uh, like a good friend of mine said, he's playing the uh, charging butterfly. (laughs) <laughs> styling that back there that's the charging butterfly the, the charging butterfly yeah it, it worked it worked it, hey that's my that's my philosophy if it works go with it right yeah yeah so uh but then uh like i said one shooter and bailey stevens held down the uh the fort for the uh the three uco shooters and uh missouri state escapes from edmund with their first ever win over uh, uco in edmund so big that had to be big for those guys they had to be yep. uh, happy in the eyes of the ACHA computer, that'll count as a tie. Um, but, uh, you know, one team walked off the ice uh, kind of upset, and one team walked off the ice happy. So uh, Happy, yep. Yeah, kind of well. And then, then we did it again on Saturday. And Saturday at, down in Oklahoma, it was a 3-2 to two win for, uh, for Oklahoma over Arkansas. And up in um, Edmond, it was a three to two uh, win for Missouri State over UCO. Again, yeah. again. This time up at UCO, I happened. I was happened to be at both games. Um, yeah. The over the up in UCO, that game ended in overtime. The referee called a penalty, and um, geez, I don't know if it was ten seconds in. Uh, they set up Josh in into the into the power play. They set up Josh Bell on the left side, and he just ripped one. Uh, into the net yeah i mean he just sent it home it was a laser and uh yeah it it was you know they jumped out to a was it they jumped out to a a quick i think they had a two to nothing lead or yeah missouri state did and then uh uco came back and and tied it came back and tied it the uh Uh I i wasn't there obviously but 
hopefully, uh, hopefully the penalty in overtime, it was a well-deserved penalty. Hopefully it wasn't a soft one like what we'd seen previously. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't, I didn't hear any complaints. Um, you know, there were, there was the, the referee that was there on, uh, on Saturday, he, you know, unless uh, he, he lets a lot of stick work go. And, uh, and he and I talked about it afterwards. He lets a lot of stick work go. And so, uh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the penalty that, uh, that happened in overtime, it was, it was not a soft call, and, uh, but you know, again, it was an overtime. So you're like, holy smokes, it didn't draw blood, yeah. but uh, it also wasn't a soft call. It was somewhere in between. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah, the game down in, in the afternoon at, uh, uh, you know, Arkansas again, uh, hung tight again, had a chance to win again, had a chance. I mean, they pulled the goaltender, had a chance with about 30 seconds to go to, uh, tie it up and just couldn't get it done. But they, uh, I thought they showed, I thought they played really well, even nice. though they went 0 and three on the weekend. I mean, there were three they respectable games. Yeah. Yep. Can't be, can't be embarrassed. Can't hang your head about that. They were all one goal um, games. All one, all one goal games. Can't, can't hang your head there. And I know, uh, the hometown kid, Brock Thompson, that's from Oklahoma City here. I believe he played uh, in net for Arkansas on Saturday versus OU. That's right. He so, went you know, I saw he was there uh, Friday night um, backing up and uh, walking around. I saw a lot of his parents and a lot of friends and stuff like that in the stands watching. So, you know, he probably was hoping that that score would have gone the other way to pick up the win in front of all of his buddies in the in the hometown crowd. But. You know, it it is what it is. That's still respectful. Going three two, one goal games all weekend. Nothing nothing to hang your head about. No, I, I I was right behind his his parents over the weekend or well, yesterday's game for sure, and uh, yeah, they were they were thrilled. He played well. He played yep. well. Yeah, he's he's a solid little goaltender. So he, I, they've got two good goaltenders there at Arkansas. So you know, if you're if you sleep on them, you know they could come back and bite you. Yeah, you definitely have to be prepared. I think they're moving in the right direction here. It'll be interesting to see, um, you know, uh, UCO ends up going, uh, they had one win and then two uh, overtime losses, one in the shootout, one in overtime on the weekend. Uh, Missouri State um, had an overtime win, a shootout win, and then an overtime loss. So in the eyes of the computer, they went 0-3 or 0-0-3, I guess you would call it. Um, but still, I, th- I think they uh, they were happy. But UCO and Missouri State both have you know veteran coaches, Craig McAllister, Jeremy Law, and uh, so they yeah, you know, those those guys will keep those uh, keep their kids uh, uh, won't let them get too high, won't let them get too low. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're at UCO. You know, Coach McAllister, he's he's been around a, a time or two, so he'll get he'll get the ship back on the right course here. It's just. Uh, You'd probably rather do it sooner than later. Get it, get it pointed in the right direction, and uh, keep climbing the mountain. Right? No doubt, they, uh, no doubt about that. Because they're, I mean, they've got a tough one. We'll talk about here in a little bit. Heading to the heading to the Colorados, so you know they they're gonna have to get it figured out and get it figured out pretty quickly here. I think. Yeah. Well, that's where I was heading with this thing. That is that the the two teams, the Oklahoma and Arkansas, they've got two new head coaches, Andrew Falls at, at Arkansas and Oklahoma with Josh Berge. And, um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, a month from now when the honeymoon wears off, if, uh, yep. both teams are playing hard, both teams are energized, both teams are pumped and, uh, both teams are, are performing well. It'll be interesting to see in a month from now when the, when the newness and the, as I said, when the honeymoon wears off, will those honeymoon teams still yep. play hard? Will they still be yep. battling or will they, you know, revert back to their old ways? Will they get frustrated yep. and, see. you know, just yeah, see how they do in the face of adversity. See, yeah. Get a little, 
let that honeymoon stage get over with and then see how they how they react after that. Yeah, kind of interesting. Well, hey, so that's yep. the WCHL weekend, uh, the first weekend of, of games. And uh, with that, it means that we have our first WCHL standings to report for the for the week after after three games played. Oklahoma is in first place with eight points. Missouri State and UCO are tied in second place with five points. The two Arizona teams, the two Colorado teams, they haven't played WCHL games yet. Um, so they're not in the mix just yet. And Arkansas, uh, even though they played tight games, they're 0-3, so they have zero points. So, hey, Oklahoma, yep. for a, uh, take a picture of it now because uh, who knows if it's going to stay that way. Um, yeah, yeah, listen to hopefully, you cheerleader. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it does, but you know, it's we got a we got a lot of games to play here, right? Got a lot of games. Twenty two in the WCHL. Hey, um yeah. so teams so uh, Arizona hosted Arizona State for a couple of games down at the TCC uh over the weekend on Friday and Saturday night. Those were not WCHL games. Um those they're so close they play a total of eight games together six down in tucson two in tempe and so the this was the first of four meetings basically four weekends that they're going to play and yep. the second and the fourth weekends will count for uh, wchl standings but um boy two good games rivalry games a two to one win yep. for u of a on friday night and a four to two win uh for u of a last night down at the tcc i think it's fair to say that um we got ourselves a rivalry and two pretty good teams out there in the desert. Yep, yep, I would say. So I was going through the score sheets this evening, um, looking at everything, and the one thing that stuck out to me was Arizona State goes 0 for 15 on the power play this weekend. Oof. Oof. They, uh, so, you know, that's um, – they were, I believe, I believe Friday night, without, not, without having the score sheets in front of me, I think they were 0 for 4 on Friday night. And 0 for 11 on Saturday night, I believe. Um, so, you know, that goes both ways. Arizona um, giving up 15 penalties. You know, that's not something you're really looking at doing. And going 0 for 15 on the power play is definitely not something that you're looking at. So That's right. You know, uh, so Coach Green out there at Arizona State, I'm sure he's not happy and probably wants to figure that out, figure that out pretty quickly on how he can capitalize on those power plays there. Yeah, they had um, when I saw the score sheet earlier today. Yeah, you, you're you're right. It was I think Arizona State had two penalties called on them, and I think uh, U of A had thirteen penalties called on them. Yeah, so kind of kind of wild the disparity, yeah, 11, especially 11. at home. I mean, yeah, you would. I mean, you would even hope on eleven power play opportunities, you'd hope to at least get four, three goals, I mean, go three of 11. I mean, Ofer, Ofer is not definitely uh, not helping your cause out, right? No, but hey, they won, even though they... They won. Even, well, yeah, Arizona won. Ofer, Ofer for Arizona yeah. State. Yeah, you would hope that they'd get some goals, but uh, I was impressed. I, I didn't get uh, much of a chance to see the uh, Friday night game. I got to see a little bit of uh, the Saturday game, two to two after two, and then... Um, Bailey Marshall comes down and scores a, uh, a, a shorty, and then they scored. Um, Arizona scored a, uh, I guess they, they an insurance goal. You want to call it their fourth goal with about a minute and a half left to go in the game, and then yep, salt that away. Tough. So yeah, pretty decent crowds down there in Tucson, and uh, off to a off to a pretty good start. I guess I guess it's fair to say 
Arizona State needs to work on the power play. And um, yep, in Arizona, probably got an awful lot of uh, PK work in over the weekend. Yes, something something that they probably need to uh, figure out also. Right? How to stay out of the box. How to stay out of the box. Yikes. Or, or get different officials. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> hey, grease the officials <laughs> yeah. before the game. <laughs> put a, that's right. Put a chocolate take, cake in their some, room. Take some. That's right. That's right. Take some. Take something into those guys. Butter them up that's a little right. bit. That's right. Leave 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 some M and M's or a Snickers or something laying around in there. That that's right. All right, and then uh, boy, Colorado. Um, well, let's 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 talk about that. I guess we'll do the reverse because Minot State actually came down number two. Minot State came down to Colorado. And they played, uh, I, I guess you would call it a WCHL weekend because they played two games against uh, Colorado and one against Colorado State. Uh, yep. They played Thursday, Saturday against CU. They played Friday night against CSU. And, and that's because there was a Friday night football game at Colorado. So they, with Folsom Field being right next to the rink, they can't play games. Opted to. Yeah. Yeah. So opted to avoid that mess. Avoiding that a case. Oklahoma is going to find that out next weekend. Um, <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. So, um, uh, so, anyways, hey, Colorado ends up beating number two Minot on Thursday night, three to two. How about, how about yeah, that? Yeah, not so, bad. Bounce, bounce back from that UNLV weekend and uh, come up with a good win on Thursday a, night. A great win. Anytime you can beat Minot, it's a it's a great win. Minot's Minot's solid. Wade Regier, their coach, is a solid guy, solid coach. He always brings down a bunch yep. of those big old uh, Canadian farm boys. Uh, to come across the border to play in why not my not and um they're 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 always tough dang right they are and they're big and they're fast yeah so go, kind of going back to our arizona state uh conversation just a second ago um looking on the score sheet they were 0 for 10 on the power play thursday night my not was really so that's another uh just another glaring uh stat that i saw on the score sheets there huh. that really kind of stuck out you know if you Capitalize on a couple of those. It's not three two. Yeah, well, hey, they 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 must have capitalized on Saturday night because they turned it around on CU and it was a five to three Minot win over the Buffs. So uh, yep. CU ends up splitting the weekend series with Minot, and CU has to, like you said, coming off that uh, a tough weekend at in Vegas two weeks ago. CU has to feel good about themselves. Coach Ballard's got to feel like he's yep. got himself a a good team, um, even though they're right yep. now one and three. Um, they're Heck, they beat number two. They lost you know, by a goal or two to number two, and then they lost twice on the road to number thirteen or fourteen, Vegas. They had uh, so they had Minot down three two going into the third period um, there in Colorado Saturday night. So I imagine that there was probably a pretty spirited uh, conversation that took place in the Minot locker room. You know, after uh, after the weekend they've had going into the last period down. Three two, and then they come out on top five three. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a pretty spirited uh, conversation <laughs> that took place in that locker room um, during that second intermission. I would, I would just guessing, you know, just just a hunch, huh? From having from been yeah, in some of those hunch, locker rooms yeah. before, just a hunch. Yeah, just yeah, just being in that situation before. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's probably pretty spirited. So, <laughs> you know, whatever whatever was said worked, obviously, because they came out and and took it home five to three. So. Yeah, well, hey, they they got they got on that long they got on that bus for the long ride home to Minot, and uh, they were victors on Saturday night. So uh, good for them. Yep. But uh, yep. you know, good for those guys. Know, like I said, they lost to CU on Thursday, and how about this? They and because they couldn't play at CU on Friday, they went up to Fort Collins to play CSU, 
And uh, CSU opened their season on Thursday night. They played Division II Metro, uh, Metro State out of Denver. And um, uh, CSU just dominated them on Thursday night, beat them up 6-3. to three. Yeah, That was a fun game to watch. 6-3, yep. Yeah. yeah, they just pounded on them. And then how about this? The big, I mean, probably the shocker of shockers for the weekend, new head coach Joel Weeks finds a way to beat Minot State, number two Minot, unranked yes. CSU. Yeah. They beat them in a shootout 3-2. to two. That, that's a huge win for those guys. That's a, you would think that that would be a good momentum builder moving forward for those guys, knowing that they can do yep. it. That's got to give them a whole lot of confidence. It was, uh, might not jumped out, or I shouldn't say jumped out. It was, I think it was like 0 0 after one, and might not got a couple of goals on the second to make it two to nothing. Yep. CSU chipped they, away then, at it, and they scored early in the third and late in the third. And, uh, I know the goaltender, Joe Morgan, was just under fire. He was under siege from the Minot. Uh, he saw a lot of uh, vulcanized rubber coming his way from the Minot guys, and he held the, uh, he held the fort down. So uh, Good, good yeah, for him. Great for him. Great for him. Yeah, good for him. And uh, it, the, the, the shootout went. Um, it went four rounds before, oh, I'm going to – I'm going to – choke on this one I, I i forget who it was that scored for csu but he was the fourth shooter um and he 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 did it home and then uh the the very move that we kind of talked about with uh with alex henry on on josh bell when the fourth minot shooter came down the charging butterfly morgan did the kind of a little charging butterfly came out gave him a little uh of uh, shimmy shake and a poke and uh the minot guy lost the uh, lost the puck and the game was over and the celebration was on hey in my book it's all it's all fair in love and war right <laughs> well hey it, it worked it, it worked. worked hey whatever works for you someone someone wise and old years ago told me they don't ask how they ask how many that's right and, uh, that's right so yeah good for good for csu here while we're while we're chatting here i'm going to try to find out the name of that csu goal score because boy he he deserved it let's get it in and it's going to be somebody silly that i that i should know here we go yeah it's it's a it's a new kid samuel cote scored the shootout goal and he just came down and just went top shelf he just ripped it over that minot state kid um and then uh, boy they have another new name that scored the tying goal um, a guy named yeah. Torin Foundos. I'm probably butchering his name. And Torin, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Um, that's a that's a great name. He's probably not listening. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and we only have 11 <laughs> listeners, so <laughs> you're, you're probably right. Chances are really good he's not listening. But uh, yeah, yeah. wow, I mean, he scored. It was a flurry, and damned if he didn't put the puck in the net to tie it up. And uh, they they had to lean on Mr. Cote, the fourth shooter uh to come down and, and get it done so i was i was happy to see csu have a little yeah. have a little uh yeah yes good for those guys and uh that, like i said that's a that should be a good momentum builder for those guys yep. moving forward yep and they, they uh, played the following night down in denver against missouri uh, against msu missouri state against metro state uh, yeah. down at their place yeah. and yeah. it was a two-to-one loss metro state beat them but um yeah that's kind of a Kind of a step backwards. Yeah, hey, you know what? Coming off a big win over Minot. It, it, yeah, it happens. It right? happens. A lot of a lot of excitement the night before. Yeah, you had a lot of build up, and then you go in and play a less talented team and and lay a goose egg. Right? It 
It's happened to all and, of us. And right? the nice thing is the games against Metro State don't count in the rankings because it was Division One against Division Two. So who gives a flip? It uh, doesn't count. Yep. So in the eyes of the computer, uh, CSU tied Minot, and in everybody's hearts, CSU beat Minot. So uh, yeah, not a bad, not a bad weekend for the Colorado yeah, teams. Not, not a bad weekend for the Colorados. Yeah, yeah, very nice, very nice. All right. Well, hey, any anything else to wind up uh, this past weekend, there, amigo? I think that is all I got. <laughs> you know, good weekend of games. The uh, a lot of exciting games that we saw at Blazers. Um, you saw some good games up at Edmond with UCO there. So hopefully this trend continues and we see some more good games coming up here. Get ready. We got a weekend full of uh, WCHL action coming up. We're getting we're, we're getting down in full force. So uh, sit back. Hold on. Let's hear the intermission horn for a quick second, and we'll come back and preview the upcoming weekend. Hold on. Alrighty. So Andrew, this past weekend, we only had four of the WCHL teams playing one another. That was right. Archworth, the Oklahoma's this upcoming weekend, all eight teams are in action. It's one of my, uh, I enjoy, I, when I put the schedule together, I, I enjoy these games because it's, everyone's going, a lot of, yeah, everyone's going all at a lot once. of, a lot of madness yeah, going I on. Love it. I yep. love it. A lot of madness going on. Out the there. Arizona teams are coming to the Ozarks to play, uh, to play there. And, um, on Thursday night, it's going to be, uh, Arizona at Missouri state. That should be a, just, uh, it's a rematch from nationals last year. Um, and, uh, but that should be a barn burner between two really good teams. That, yes. Those, that'll be a game to watch right there. She was at Arkansas and then, uh, they'll trade partners on Saturday. So, uh, U of A goes down to Springdale to play Arkansas. And then, uh, ASU comes up to Missouri state to, uh, I'll play two games up there at Mediacom Ice Park. So that should be kind of fun. And then we yep. have the Oklahoma teams going up to the Colorados. So uh, we're going to have a baptism by fire here for that new Oklahoma team. Uh, they're going to yep. play CSU on Thursday night. And then they go in and they play uh, the big dog, um, CU, or twice at the at the Boulder Rec Center. And then UCO being the big dog, they're going to go up to uh, – they, they, that's a heavy – heavyweight matchup there on Thursday night, UCO and CU, um, number six versus number seven or number seven versus number eight, something like that. And then uh, then UCO heads up to CSU to take two games up there in the fort. So it should be a, a fun weekend of hockey. The, uh, that Thursday UCO game, that's going to be – that's probably going to be a game to watch. Come on. But you know? th 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 Thursday you night, I mean, when you look at it, Thursday night you've got UCO, Colorado, and Arizona, Missouri State. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's going to be, those are going to be games those to would watch. Be, if this was the UFC, those would be co-main events right there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And the, the other uh, two aren't, aren't shabby the, at all. They, ASU and Arkansas and uh, Oklahoma and, UC, and CSU. Yeah, I'm not, you know, obviously you can't sleep on CSU now. They've proven that they can take down the number two team. You know, Arkansas, like we discussed a minute ago, you know, they're tough if you're not ready, you know. They hung with 
they hung with the big dogs this past weekend. If you're not ready for them, you know, they're going to sneak in there and uh, steal yeah. one from you. Yeah, it should be fun. So, so okay. Um, now, are you, let me ask this dumb question, because there was a, there was a bad rumor, a mad rumor that you might be going to Colorado. Well, I, I lost my ground transportation when I got to Colorado uh, this weekend. <laughs> so I don't want to be uh, stranded by uh, just having to get around on a bus and being stuck in a hotel <laughs> for three days in a row. So uh, I have, I have bailed on the you, Colorado. You pulled the shoot. Here. I pulled the shoot. God, I pulled the shoot. So, uh, and yeah, if I'd, have, if I'd have had ground transportation, where I could have gotten around when I was there, you know, I may have gone to the well, Colorado. What do you need ground you know? transportation for? I mean, you got, you'd be going up there to help out the team. You don't need. Well, you know, those guys, they like to nap in the afternoon and eat lunch and stuff in the hotel. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm there, I'm kind of like, I want to get out and see things. I want to get out and do things, yeah. you know, kind of a nature the, kind uh, of man. I hear, uh, I am, I am, you know, I hear, uh, one guy that goes up there all the time, he brags about going to the uh, New Belgian Brewing plant and all that and, and partaking in the uh, tour of the New Belgian beer plant uh -huh. and all that there. So, you know, there's there's things to do. And uh, sitting there staring at the inside of a hotel room is not something that's on, high on my <laughs> list of things to do. You're trying to make me feel guilty now is what you're saying. Especially especially when I was told that when I go, it was going to have to be three to a room. It was going to have to be... Uh, Oh. Myself, Mark Berge, and Austin Miller oh. in one room. So when I heard that, I you know I kind of pulled the shoot real fast Hard on that pass. one too. Hard pass. Know? Yeah, because you know, uh, old man Berge, he would have to have a bed, and then it would come down between me and Austin on who's getting the the other bed and who's getting the You'd pullout to, couch. Oh, I, I you know, know who'd so win that one. That's a that's a that's a fight that I don't know that I really want to fight. I don't want to fight another guy for a bed, so I'm out. <laughs> well, hey, let's, let's let's talk about the New Belgium, uh, you know, Fort Collins. God bless them. It's it's uh, it's a great place for micro brews, and uh, you know, New Belgium I think is the is the most uh, it's the biggest name, the most famous name that's up there. And yes, a certain commissioner killed a lot an awful lot of time there once, uh, taking the yep. New Belgium I brewery tour. Not once, but twice. Um, it was the the oh, tour was so good that I just went and once it con once it concluded. Um, I just kept going on the next tour, and especially it, it it didn't <laughs> it didn't hurt that they were still giving away free samples. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't know anything about this. All I got was a uh, snarky text message with a uh, certain individual standing in the front of the uh, New Belgium Brewery. So that's as yeah. close as I've been. Just one snarky yeah, text message. <laughs> but uh they you know they there's a there's other there's some great breweries up there uh the the other one that immediately comes to mind is odell odell is a is a local brewery up there and uh there i've tried to get it here in oklahoma and who knows maybe when the laws change in a in a in a yeah, day or two tomorrow, yeah, yeah that um that will you know finally be blessed with some really good beer down here in uh in, in oklahoma but uh, odell brewery that that tour was awesome, and their beer is great. I'm a I'm a particular fan of Levity, um, but uh, yeah, boy, what a what a you 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 you're gonna miss out on that trip. But hey, um, yeah, yeah, sucks to be let's you. Just, let's just call it how it is. Col Colorado is a much better place to be than than Oklahoma. Well, for it sure. has some mountains and bighorn sheep and bugling elk yeah. and 
some great brews. And I'm sure there, there are some other things that, that uh, right. some of these guys who, who may be listening um, partake. I, I don't, I don't care for the, you know, what, what do they call them? The dispensaries and stuff like that. I wouldn't know one if I fell on one and I wouldn't know what to ask for. That's right. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd be like, a duck I, you know, water. when I saw those Minot scores, I was like, uh-huh. I, I see what happened there. You know, Minot had a little yep. too much Maui Wowie and, uh, well, while they were, while they were <laughs> yeah. on, on, you know, Thursday and Friday. Um, but uh, who knows? Who knows? It would be tough to recruit there. So, okay. So, you're not going on the Oklahoma trip to the Colorados. I'm, I'm not there. making it. I'm not making it. Hate to disappoint all my fans there. <laughs> there might be one or two. You never know. Yeah, um, you know. So, okay, well, give me a big prediction there. Fearless predictions. Uh, Oklahoma's uh, Oklahoma takes on uh, CU twice and CSU once. UCO takes on CSU twice and CU once. What do you think is going to happen? So I think uh, UCO, you know, tough, tough weekend for those guys um, going into it. But, you know, I see them. uh, I see them coming out with a winning two to one. Record maybe I don't see them coming out with three wins, but I would think uh, with the way their past few weekends have gone here that they're going to be angry and uh, go in and take some uh, take some games okay. there. The uh, OU walking in there, you know they've got momentum. They've they've won some hockey games um, to start the season out with here, so they're they're definitely carrying the momentum with them as they're as they're walking in up there. You know they've got a they've got a tough weekend ahead. Maybe still a little bit of bad blood there with Colorado from seasons past on how things have gone. So, you know Colorado's probably going to be uh, laying low, waiting for OU to come walking in. So you know, I think they I think they take the game with Colorado State, and I and I'm calling a split with. Uh, so Colorado. you're saying UCO is going to go two and one, and Oklahoma is going to go two and one. What does that mean for CSU and CU? Then how's that going to? Uh, what, what do you think they're going to do? Are you going to say they're only going to eat win one game each? You know, I I'm seeing you know I'm seeing close games, uh, some overtime games maybe coming up. But yeah, I see the I see OU carrying momentum in there and uh, staying on their winning ways, and I think UCO. You know, I think they're going to come in, not happy with the way things have gone so far for them, and try to try to right the ship and get things on the right path huh. here again. Interesting. I think your bias is showing through there. So. No, no, there's no bias here. <laughs> yeah. No, well, no bias here. If the commissioner, uh, you know, I can't, I can't make a prediction or anything because I'm the commissioner, but I would, uh, I, I kind of expect uh, UCO and CU to have good weekends. You know, I they. Uh, Time, we're going to find out right? in a couple of days. Hey, the other the other flip side of that is we the will. Arizona teams are coming out to the Ozarks. So uh, as I said, uh, Arizona State's at Arkansas on Thursday, and then they go up to uh, Springfield to play Missouri State twice. Uh, U of A is at uh, Missouri State on Thursday, and they then go down to Springdale to get Arkansas twice. Um, go ahead and, and just I'll give you a heads up here, Dingling. I will be at those games. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be no, up in, really? uh, I'm planning on it at least. I got to tell my wife, don't tell her she's in the other room and I haven't told her yet. Um, but I'm <laughs> going to go to Springfield on Thursday, Friday and Springdale Saturday. And you know what the, the, the worst part of it is? I heard the Springdale, the, the Saturday Arkansas game. It's the same day that Alabama is playing Arkansas in football. 
in oh, yeah gonna i was gonna say busy. holy smokes there's gonna be traffic all over the place there and uh yeah I'm, yes. i need to get there early i guess all right so but so give yeah, me a prediction yeah, so, so looking at so arizona missouri state you know that's going to be a close one that's two good mm-hmm. teams going at it right there that's probably you know that could go that that coin could flip either way yeah. for those two teams and then uh I see uh, Arizona taking care of business with Arkansas if they're if they're prepared. You know, I think it'll be close games with Arkansas going down there on Friday and Saturday. But you know, if they if they come in prepared and take care of business like what they should, I see them. I see them walking out with potentially two wins on the weekend and see how they do Thursday. They could walk away with three. Just it's, wow, it's on okay. them. And and what what about ASU? So I think. Uh, ASU, they, uh, you know, they're they've got two against uh, a tough team there, and uh, I don't see Missouri State. You know, I thought they were pretty good when I saw them on Thursday night. So I see Missouri State kind of taking into those yeah. guys a little bit, and you know, they're probably probably a tough competition with Arkansas and ASU there. So you know, I think Arkansas is good enough, and they played they've played tough up to this point. So I see maybe Arkansas taking Arizona state down. Really? Oh, bold prediction there. So you got Arkansas taking out ASU and then you have Missouri state taking out ASU. Yep. I see, uh, I see Missouri state. I think they're a good little up and coming team, tough and strong. And, uh, you know, I see them with the power play woes that we saw Arkansas or Arizona state over 15 on, you know, they've got some things to figure out there. And, uh, I think with Missouri State already playing, what is it? It's nine games now. It's 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 the end of September, they, and they've already uh, played nine games. Yeah, so you know they're 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 firing on all cylinders like a bowl oiled machine. So uh, I I see them staying on the path and uh, running right through. No Arizona love for State. the Sun Devils from Andrew. Wow, old old prediction. There. No, no, not not this week. Not this weekend. They, yeah, we'll see what they do. Yeah, I don't know. They, they. I, I was, I was pleased to see how they. I mean, uh, when you saw them, when you, when you saw that they were going to play Arizona, you know, you, you knew it was a rivalry game, and uh, you, you know, it was that Arizona yeah. was probably the favorite. But uh, those are two close scores, so I, I don't know. I, I, I was pleasantly surprised yeah. to see ASU yeah, play as well as they did this past weekend. Yeah, and rivalry games are always tough, right? Yeah. A lot of emotions, a lot of excitement yeah. goes into it. So, those are kind of kind of tough games to judge things right. off of, too. So, all right. But so, so your bold prediction is Arkansas snags one, uh, Arizona State snags yep. zero, uh, Arizona snags at least two, and Missouri State snags you know, at, at least two, possibly. Yeah. yeah, you know, and both of those teams, you know, they could. It's a it's a good weekend for Arizona and Missouri State. Um, Either way you look at it, with those you guys. Know, you know, last weekend we so. I asked you for your prediction for the uh, for the WCHL, and you predicted Arizona <laughs> to come in first. And we had a yep. we had a listener, one of our eleven listeners, you know, texted me, and I don't know how he got my private number or anything, but uh, he texted me and he says, "I like your new co-host. He's a smart guy." Well, you know, he he can he knows talent when he hears it. Then, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm figuring. Uh, I'm figuring you, you must have some uh, some something going on in Tucson that you want to. Uh, well, why are you kissing up to them so much? Maybe you want it. Maybe if you're not going to the Colorado uh-huh. trip, maybe you're going to the Arizona trip or something. 
I, I could be. I could make an appearance. The uh, and if and if anybody listening is looking for the commissioner's private cell phone number, just reach out to <laughs> me, and uh, I am not afraid to give that information yeah. out. Well, hey, shocker! I, it's I can, on the website. I can. I can. Get, yeah, I can give home addresses. I can give work addresses. If you're looking for him, just find me. Yeah. I can help yeah, you. Like I'm in hiding. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen me? I yeah. can't hide. <laughs> That was the world's worst hide and seek. I can't hide. <laughs> Is it? Go hide behind that sequoia tree. Oh, I see. You're on the other side. Jeez. Oh. All right, they're slick. How about that? All right. What what other uh, what other items of note do you uh, do you have regarding uh, uh, the ACHA or the world in general or anything? Any any pearls of wisdom to lay on us? They, uh, you know what. The, Tonight, I don't think I have any pearls of wisdom for you. Well, how about this? The WCHL recently, I know it's kind of dumb. We did a preseason coaches poll two games into the season, Um, but that was just because the commissioner was, uh, you know, slacking a little bit. Um, And so anyways, I polled the coaches, asked them to uh, give their bold prediction, one through eight, how the WCHL is going to finish. And this year... Uh, Central Oklahoma came out on top of that coaches poll, but it was the closest poll that we've had, the closest uh, um, bunching, if you want to call it, of teams that we've had in six years of doing this. UCO was, yeah, it was, really? it was crazy. It was insane. UCO was first. Everyone, five of the eight coaches picked UCO to finish first. They had uh, 55 points. And what I did is I reversed it. So if you if you pick, if you say UCO is number one, that means they get eight points. If you say, you know, the Fighting yep. Andrews are are eighth, they're, you know, they get one point. So that's how we come they up with the points. Point. So UCO yep. got 55 yep. points. Colorado came in second. They had two first place votes and they had 53 points. So only two points away um, between UCO and Colorado, which is really tight. And then Arizona came in third. Uh, they had one, uh, they had one uh, first place vote. They had 48 points. Go ahead. <laughs> say what you're going to say. They, uh, I don't know who would have uh, given them that well, first place. I, I, I know what you're going to say, and I, and I can confirm yeah. for you, although I cannot divulge who made the first place vote, I can tell you it was not the Arizona coach. Yeah. They, uh, well, I knew that's what you I heard that little snarky chuckle, and I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. It didn't, the, Chad, yeah, yeah. Chad Berman did not vote for himself. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, Arizona third with one first place vote that he did not put in. Um, they got 48 points. Missouri State came in fourth with 44 points. So, there's it's look at that 55, 53, 48, 44. That's tight. Oklahoma was fifth with 34 points. Arizona State uh, sixth with 24 points. And then Arkansas and Colorado State were tied at the end. With 15 points. So both of those guys, uh, I guess, predicted to finish seventh. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And it's, yeah, and it's interesting if you look at how close the standings were, and then you look at how close the two sets of games were this past weekend with the Ozarks coming down, how they were all one-goal games all the way across the board. You know, that kind of kind of a telltale sign that I don't know if you could really predict just real well who's going to finish where. It seems like there's a lot of teams that are just right there together. Could go, could go either way. The thing that jumped out at me was um, our travel partners. I call you know the Arizonas, the Colorados, Oklahomas, the Ozarks. I call them pods, um, for for lack of a better word. And um, there's one from each pod in the top four, and there's one from each pod in the bottom four. So uh, I just thought it was interesting. There's no one pod that stands out as just a a 
a monster. Yeah. Just a dominant. Yeah. And that's good. A little bit yeah, disparity. Well, we got some good teams. The, uh, so, and didn't you say, yeah. I thought you predicted like we're going to have six or seven teams in the, uh, down at nationals. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Five, yeah. possibly well, six. Now, I now you're hedging. They, uh, yeah. I thought I you said like there's going to be all eight. Well, I think I would. I, <laughs> yeah, all eight. Yeah. I think I, I think I said five and then possibly six, depending on if Arizona state got things figured out and made a run at it. The, uh, so we could, yeah, it could well, interesting, interesting. So, uh, okay. Well, very, very good. Well, I got nothing else to, we're still waiting. The computer does not kick in until, um, November. I think this week, this upcoming week, this very first week of October, uh, we're going to have another uh, round of coaches voting for um, the ACHA Division One coaches. So we're probably going to have a new ranking coming out uh, soon here on Wednesday. And then, um, yep. And then, yeah, let's sit back. And uh, you're not going to Colorado. I am going to the Ozarks. I think our, I, I know some folks. The person who I wanted to have on today is going to Colorado. Um, so maybe we'll try to get, uh, get her on next weekend. Hopefully, hopefully they can provide some insight yeah, on how things well, went up yeah, there. Maybe, maybe get a slant other than the OU slant and that we've had the past to two the weeks. The OU here, slant, right? yeah. Well, we, we gotta, we gotta take those pom poms <laughs> out of your hand. Jeez, holy smokes! That's why I say maybe the honeymoon will, will, will uh, be over. But I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm eager to meet Coach Green. I'm eager to uh, see Arkansas play at play at home. I'm not eager to deal with um, Alabama football traffic. And uh, I'm eager to get up to uh, Missouri State and see uh, uh, two full houses at MediaCom Ice Park. So that should be fun. Yeah, fun, fun place to play. Yeah, so it should be exciting. All right. No other pearls of wisdom. No other. Uh, no, no other enlightenment from Big Sugar himself. Nope. Yeah. Uh, no. The only thing I would do is I'm gonna go in and watch a little bit of Letter Kenny on Netflix and Letter, then uh, call Letter it a Kenny. night. How about God. that? How about this? I, in, in, <laughs> this is a little inside baseball. It's September 30th when we're taping this thing. How is it, Andrew, taking Christmas pictures on September 30th in flannel in 85 degree weather? They, uh, I was uh, I was sweating like a hog outside there. They, uh, it was it was obviously not my choice in uh, taking Christmas pictures on September 30th. But I will tell you that I had to have my outfit approved by Christine. <laughs> they uh, all the way, all the way down to the shoes that I could wear because the shoes could potentially make it into the Christmas pictures. So you know, Christine, she was she was on it today, getting all the outfits approved here at the house and making sure everybody was spit shined and, was this an and ready to go. Outdoor photo shoot and indoor photo shoot. It was, it was, it was outdoors next to a. Next to a pond at six o'clock in the evening, so the mosquitoes were thick. The uh, and the sun was beating down. It was you know it was miserable. Christmas has snow and trees. What in the world are you doing out by a pond? I mean, what what kind of message are you trying to send at Christmas with mosquitoes and, and a pond? And yeah, you know we're we're trying to confuse everybody here, trying to trying to keep everybody on their toes with our. I'm with just our worried Christmas you're confused. <laughs> well, I could be. But but luckily for me, luckily for me, old Christine, uh, she's got the ship on the right path here, and uh, you know she keeps it. She's quite the uh, drill sergeant there, and keeps us on the, the straight drill narrow, sergeant. as you know. Was there a sleigh involved by the pond? 
you know, I was, I was hoping for a sleigh or something where I could get a no Santa hat or something and and really and really look like a creep sitting up there. But you know, they, so this is just going to be a country Christmas by the pond. Country Christmas, yep. There, you know, we we may have a shotgun <laughs> leaned up against the tree, and uh, you know, some of those fancy. <laughs> Some of those fancy uh, shotgun shell <laughs> Christmas lights, you know, dangling from tree to tree above the fire stack. Uh, there, it's we'll see well, how good put, she hey, is at please, Photoshop. Please tell me you put like a, a a a big long sprig of grass in your teeth when you took the pictures. Well, I I could, but I I took the sharpie and blackened three of my teeth <laughs> out, so I didn't want to throw off the uh, I didn't want to throw it off by like, oh, hey, how's geez. that grass sticking in there? Too much. So the. Uh, yeah, so I'll uh, I'll be sure that the that you get a copy of the Christmas card and all that, so you can you can slap it on your uh, web page there, so all my adoring fans can get <laughs> a glimpse of me fans. and the family soaking up the <laughs> soaking up. Well, the good hey, here, uh, so. how about this? Uh, on Saturday night, uh, I was accosted by a, 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 a very nice young lady who uh, came up to me. Her name was Linda from Missouri state. Um, and uh, she's the mom of, uh, somebody, I, I don't know if she's the mom of the coach or mom of one of the players and, and Linda, forgive me if you're listening. Um, I also talked to her husband afterwards. She said she listens to the podcast. She's excited to, to, uh, you know, to, to listen. She's excited that we're coming up there. And, um, so we, we we're winnowing down who all the names of our 11 listeners. There's someone who thinks you're smart. Pretty, pretty yeah, there's someone who thinks you're list. smart. There's Linda from Missouri State. Um, I know there was a, a, a Diane up in Colorado, uh, the mother of one of the Colorado goalies. Um, I think the Missouri State, one of the, the Missouri State general manager, I think he listens. So, uh, yeah, we're, soon enough we're going to figure out who all these 11 people are and we'll, we'll be able to assess why they're, <laughs> what their problem is <laughs> and why they're listening to what us. They're, what they're doing with their life. <laughs> yeah, what they're doing with their life. That's here, right. The That's right. And there's Gary. I forgot all about <laughs> Gary, who's our number one devoted listener out of Missouri State. Always listens in and uh, chimes in on on Facebook. So uh, he's the scorekeeper up there at MSU. So uh, yeah. yeah, good time. Good times. That's awesome. All right, big man. Well, hey, let's call it. I appreciate the night, and uh, I look forward to seeing your your country Christmas picture with all the mosquitoes and all. I'll I'll make I'll make sure you oh get it on the God. on the web page there for everybody. There hey, thanks to everybody <laughs> for listening. And uh, you remember, you can follow find this uh, podcast if you found it great. You're listening to it, wonderful. If not, tell your friends and your family and all the enemies and whoever else. You can find this on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Follow us at uh, WCHL Pod on uh, Twitter and on Facebook at WCHL Podcast. And uh, the Western Collegiate Hockey League is at www.westernchl.com, and it's at uh, Western CHL on Twitter and also on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, and then hopefully, yeah, we'll talk to you next week about some uh, nine great games. Is it nine? Twelve great games. Yeah, six in each place. Twelve. I'm not yeah. a math major. So, <laughs> obviously. All right, big man. <laughs> this is it. We're out. Appreciate everyone taking the time to listen. Alrighty. Goodbye. And everybody have a good week coming up.